Hey girl, welcome in. Before you take another step, do me a favor. Take your cape off. Tell those kids to go into the other room for just the next 20 minutes. Take this moment right now for only you. Because guess what? I got you, sis. We got you, sis. And if we don't have each other, shit, who will? So if you're new here, welcome. Follow us at I Got You Sis Podcast for more updates. If you're a regular, you already know how to get comfortable. And we thank you for your support. Love, Ray, and Harley. Let's get started. What's up, y'all? No, I have to be. I have to be her this time because she always introducing me, giving me this big old spiel and making me blush. So I had to beat her, and she just told me some great news before we start recording. So, what's up, y'all? It's your girl Ray and Harley, and I'm here with the best person that anybody can be friends with. This beautiful, spirited woman like y'all just don't even know the half of it and I am just so glad that this woman has chosen me to do this podcast with her y'all know we stay buttering each other up so I just had to go ahead and throw that out there she just told me some things like she's so inspirational and motivational guys y'all don't even know the half and if you want to learn the half you're gonna follow her on Instagram or follow her uh, befriend her on Facebook so you can see what I'm talking about but thank you boo oh I'm too black to be blushing like that, Ray, but thank you. Welcome to the I Got You Sis podcast and everything that Ray feels about me. I want to definitely echo for you, my dear. You are surely an inspiration. Me being a woman without children, I love to watch the way you handle your babies and hold down the fort. So it is good to be back here with you. It's good to be back here with y'all listening. And I feel like we're talking about something that is so important for our growth, so important for our audience on the back of celebrating Black Girl Magic and on the back of celebrating all of the great things that we are, we want to come today and kind of discuss something to help us grow and kind of talk about and break down this buzzword nowadays, boundaries. Boundaries is literally one of my favorite words these days, but I'm really, really happy that we're getting an opportunity to break this down and talk about just setting boundaries and being healthy with it. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's exactly what it sounds like, knowing your limit and the space between you and a person or even people, you know, being able to say, look, enough is enough, I'm not going to accept this, or even just saying no, period. So like just saying, just having those boundaries, and we're going to talk about the different boundaries with all types of relationships, the relationships with your family, the relationships with your significant other, the relationship with your friends, like in every aspect, how are you setting those boundaries and making sure that you're practicing self-care and knowing when you have reached your limit or when someone should not cross that boundary with you because every, every boundary needs a consequence. So we're going to talk about some of the boundaries uh, that we have set recently because with this new word, word forming, just like that word toxic is, is up there with that word. We want to talk about like, okay, you're throwing this word around, but how are you really setting those boundaries? So what boundary have you found yourself setting um, lately, Harley? Um, so honestly, for me, boundaries are completely new. I 
realize and it it took for me to actually learn what they were to realize that I lacked boundaries I used to tell people you know I have a big heart or I attract people who are you know who are needy or I attract people who need something and I realized that it wasn't that I lacked boundaries I did not understand what I wanted and what I didn't want. So literally my entire life, my entire walk of life these days is walking, talking boundaries. And I've seen that it's changed the way people interact with me. I've seen that it's changed even the people who do interact with me. But recently I've set a couple of boundaries. First, my biggest boundary will be around my wallet. (laughs) Folks love to call Harley and think that I got it. And I really don't. Like if you listen to our show, if you watch me on live, I don't know what y'all think, you know, look, I don't have it. I think it's, you know, knowing that I have multiple streams of income and I don't have children, people kind of lean on you to feel like, oh, if I'm in a, if I'm in a bind, then, you know, you need to be able to help me or, you know, you should be able to help me. And so I've gotten to the point where I'm not giving I'm not loaning money that I can't afford to give. And then I'm also not in a space where I'm just freely giving. I don't get it until I get paid, just like you ain't got it until you get paid. I think that's my biggest. And then the next boundary that I have is with my energy. Usually I spend a lot of time around people who I feel like need my high energy. And I go and I be around these people with low vibrations and I try to bring them to where I am or I try to encourage them to be where I am. And honestly, these days, Ray, I'm learning in my life that I don't want that. Don't get me wrong, for my people who I love and my people who we we do, you know, we both kind of give to each other and we feed on each other. If you come to me and you low, yes, I want to be able to uplift you and help you because when I'm low, I can come to you and, you know, get uplifted. But I am no longer investing my energy, my high energy in relationships or friendships with people who are committed to low energy, people who are committed to being angry, people who are committed to being upset. I'm just no longer in the space that I need to be around you to help you out anymore because it's hurting me. You Man, you done hit the hammer on the nail. Like, I don't even have nothing to say. Mine was going to be simply just saying no and meaning it. And that's what we were going to go in a little bit in depth about was say um meaning what you say what you mean and meaning what you say um i'm when i say no i mean in all aspects and that's no um no with my kids no to my family no to my significant other and this major one that we find so hard to do is with work so Mm -hmm. i'm just learning to set that boundary of enough is enough this is my limit this is what you're going to do. This is that boundary I'm going to set. If you don't, if you cross that boundary, this is going to be the consequence. So I feel like um, starting with my kids, just, you know, as mothers, as parents, as teachers, whatever, because I call them my kids. So just saying no and not giving meaning it. Like I could say no and then Zoe starts crying and I feel bad and I'm like, okay, here. No, I said what I said, period. You know what I'm saying? With with my family, I have it is so it it took me a while to get to the point where I know when to not answer my phone or respond to text. I know, I know, I feel it. I have got I have gotten to the point where I could feel when I just don't feel like having my energy drained right now. I don't feel like embracing that negativity. So mm-hmm. 
me being able to set that boundary and knowing like Raven, your energy has been drained for the day. Do you really want to accept this phone call and take on their negative energy and their negative vibes? And then now you exhausted at the end of the day and you can't sleep because you worried about what they didn't told you, what you got going on. I just can't do it no more. And not even and so much like saying no as well as the fact that remembering I'm a grown ass woman too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That hold that you thought you have over me, you ain't got it no more. You know, yeah. so you can't sit and get upset because I want to protect my own energy. I don't want to be drained no more. I don't want to sit and dwell on negativity. I got my own shit going on that I'm trying to figure out. I can't figure out shit for the both of us. So that boundary alone is very hard for us, even as women. And you, when you, when you said the fact of you having a big heart, that was always my go-to. I'm a cancer. I have a big heart. I love heart. I care heart. Fuck that. Like, <laughs> that's the point that I'm getting at. Like, I still, I can love you from a distance. I can always love you, but I can't take on your burdens anymore because I'm drained. I, I'm I'm drained and I don't want to be drained no more, which is why I I go to, I, I um support people and who meditate because you don't understand that process that it, it, it frees all that it sets your tone for the day. And mm-hmm. that, go, that goes along with setting boundaries to me, you know, because it works hand in hand. I agree. And honestly, to kind of go back to what you were saying about having a big heart, truthfully, folks, we tell ourselves that we have a big heart to deflect from the fact that we lack boundaries. And it's like, I don't, believe that my heart is any bigger than the next person's heart it's just at one point in my life I didn't have the necessary boundaries not to put myself in certain situations a big piece of say what you mean mean what you say is like knowing what you and do and don't want in your life like there are people who will say, I don't want to date this certain type of person, or I don't want to befriend this certain type of person. But then in the vein of meaning what you say and saying what you mean, they will meet somebody who is a nice person, quote unquote, and that person might be really dope, but they're not the type of person that you wanted to have in your life because you have a specific standard of people you want to have in your life. And we specifically do this with relationships. We'll say, no, I'm not going to date a man who does X or I'm not going to date a woman who does X. And then somebody comes into your life and they might give you a couple of smiles that might have that were supposed to be just for that moment or just for a friendship. And we take that and we attach to it to the point of we start to undo the things that we said. Now, of course, yes, there's growth. Everybody's going to get older. And some of the things that you say you want in life are not going to be the things that, you know, you do end up having in life or some of the things that you desire in life are in the earlier stages of your life are not what you desire in life later on in your life. So I'm not so much speaking to change as much as I'm speaking to folks who have a clear understanding of the type of people and the type of energy they don't want to be around. But then we go around and we will entertain it for the sake of somebody being a good person or they're trying the best that they can. And it's like, there is absolutely nothing wrong with a person trying the best that they can and their best not being your standard. Like I am not a good singer at all. 
So if I take my ass to American Idol and I sing my face off and I give them my best rendition of Whitney Houston's I Will Love, I Will Always Love You, and I give them everything that I have, my best is not going to get me to Hollywood because I know for a fact that that's not my lane. And I think with people and with boundaries, we, we get so caught up in the disconnect that we forget that a person can just not be right for us. And there, and there doesn't have to be any beef. There doesn't have to be any negative. I, I'm so glad that you said that. That was like the perfect example to um, how you put that. And you you spoke on French um, relationships and I'm gonna speak on the friendship component too because that work, I feel like that works with, I mean, all relationships, but speaking directly towards friendships is as far as like, you that could be the right person at the right time be, or at the wrong time because that person you didn't laugh with joke with y'all went out and had a couple of drinks so now you like this my road dog you'd invented a couple of times but then the energy ain't aligning mm-hmm. so like okay but this person is has been there for me we didn't been through all this shit but again the energy ain't lined up something ain't right ain't sticking there this person might be good is, could be a good person but just not a good person for you you know and that and not even that that goes with relationships but uh, with your significant other but with friendships too because our friendships are like relationships like if you if you have friends that you value that they, they're like your relationship that you're somebody you're a relationship with. Up with me i'm gonna be hurt yeah right <laughs> right so you ain't go nowhere right i'm not going nowhere you stuck with me for life but um just knowing to how to set those boundaries within myself and knowing that limit and even i feel like another thing that we struggle with as mostly black people is the discomfort Mm -hmm. Uh, we don't like being in uncomfortable situations so when we feel like we're in an uncomfortable situation we lower our the boundaries that we set or lower Mm -hmm. our expectations because we're not used to feeling uncomfortable everybody wants to feel comfortable but we need to learn to step into that uh, discomfort and, and realize like okay I need to take a step back and realize what what boundaries do I want to set with this person or with these people? What's going to be the consequence if I set these boundaries? Like if they if they cross that boundary, what's going to be the consequence for them crossing that boundary? And that's uncomfortable to most because you want to see the good in people all the time. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes you can't you can't do that for your the sake of your own positive energy the sake of your own mental you know I completely agree I think we allow the want and the need to see the good in people to allow us to be blinded and shaded by the fact that people are flawed and people are human one of the biggest things that I have learned in my recent growth and I I really hope that anybody who is listening usually every episode I'm like if you don't get nothing else get this this is it here we go listen if you don't get nothing else get this you are human you fuck up I I fuck up at least 10 times a day the people that you love are going to fuck up as well and I feel like sometimes we get to this space with ourselves where we feel like when people make that decision like you said when people make that decision to fuck up we because we are aware of our flaws, we don't feel that we are in a position to say, hey, you fucked up. So because we don't say that, we end up in that uncomfortable position and ending up in that uncomfortable position puts us in a space where, like you said, we start to lack those boundaries. We start to relax those boundaries. We start to 
push ourselves away from what we know we really don't want to be able to be a part of somebody's life because we feel like, oh, okay, you know, like you said, this person has been here. This person has been doing this. A big boundary that I have found to be extremely useful these days for me is the boundary and the power of appropriate labels. There are people in my life that are colleagues. There are people in my life that are associates. And then in my friend group, there are different buckets and groups of friends. I have gotten into a better space with the way I label and the way I compartmentalize my friends. My colleagues are people that I'm going to talk to on social media. I'm probably going to hit you up with a happy belated here and there. You and I are going to, you know, communicate that way. We're not sharing pertinent information. We're not getting deep into that. And I'm not going to try to make you be in the same bucket as somebody like you, Ray, who I consider my innermost circle, my friends, my people who I converse with all the time. I'm not going to give a person the same I'm not going to give a person the same expectations as you. So the boundaries look different and the boundaries feel different. And because of that, we get to a space where we don't have to beg ourselves to see the good in people anymore. Because at the end of the day, we're seeing the reality of people. And I think the issue is that we are we steady try to struggle between this tug and pull between good or bad. When in reality, we need to find the middle that is the actual reality of who people are. People are flawed. People are not perfect. However, people are intentional and people are um, beings that adapt to patterns. So if you have a person in your life and they make a mistake, they have a flaw, you give that person an opportunity to fix that flaw, to grow through that flaw. However, if that flaw has been repeated more than twice, my dear, that is a pattern. They are choosing that and they no longer care about that boundary that you set. And like you said, Ray, we got to go back to understanding, okay, what is going to happen if you don't do this thing that I have? And when we when we come to that point, like you said, that's where it gets uncomfortable, because then it's like, OK, if he you know, if he put his hands on me, my ba- that's my boundary. I don't put no, let nobody put their hands on me. So if my, and then this is male. This is friends or relationship. Right. This person put their hands on me. I'm done. But then when the situation happens. That disconnect is so difficult for people. So it's like, okay, well, let's talk about it, you know, or let's let's discuss it before we be done. Like, no, when you have a tough boundary or when you have a hard deadline, like you just got to understand some stuff not going to be for you. And if you are a person who is growing, please get used to being uncomfortable. I'm never fucking comfortable. Let me just say some days I just be like, God, I want to be blissful and ignorant. And that's not a and that's not a diss to anybody who is comfortable in a life or who is okay with where they are. But if you are a person who constantly wants to get better, you got to detach yourself from comfortability. Because honestly, I'm only comfortable on vacation. And even then, sometimes the universe will tap me on the shoulder. Yeah. Um, speak, so one of the things that, that stood out to me that you said was definitely those labels. I actually did some research because some people don't even know how to set those boundaries. So I did some research on positive psychology. And the first thing that they said was examine the boundaries that either exist or don't exist. So you need to see if you have those boundaries that already exist or they do you not even have boundaries. So identify what those boundaries are or what you want those boundaries to be. This one is my favorite. They said next, say no, simply but firmly say no 
and don't feel bad for saying no. So say what you mean and mean what you say. Like say no and keep it moving. And you don't owe people an explanation. You know, if you say no, you ain't got to say, no, I ain't got it. I ain't got no, you know, whatever. I, I ain't got it to give. I don't owe you an explanation. Simply no, keep it moving. Um, and that's another thing about the discomfort. A lot of people like to give no's with explanations or maybes. Like no, say no, keep it moving. And I, and that's what I'm definitely working on. That's, but that's, that's the boundaries that I have set recently. Next is say, when you set boundaries, we talked about this. You make sure you have consequences. You can't just set the boundary. If you know your limit, know where it's going to stop. They cross that boundary one and done. If that's how you get down, that's how you get down. That's how you set that boundary for yourself. The last one is the main key to setting boundaries is to first figure out what you want from the various relationships. Set the boundary based on those desires and then be clear with yourself about with the people and about the boundaries that you set. Simple, simple as that. What you like and what you don't like. You are your own person. You are entitled to your feelings. And if you have to cut people off along that path, do what you got to do because everybody not meant to ride the wave with you. You know what I'm saying? Everybody not, you know, everybody ain't got their life jackets on. So if you are struggling with setting those boundaries, sit and reflect, do a self-reflection on what makes me not happy. Is this person draining me mentally, physically? Shit. What, like, what, what do, where do I want it to stop? When is enough enough? So yeah. that's how you set those boundaries. That's that for those who are saying, well, damn, Ray and Harley, y'all speaking on it, but how do I do it? Simple. Say what you mean, mean what you say. That's mm -hmm. it. It's going to be uncomfortable. Step into that discomfort. Yes, because yes. the person who's doing it to you, they didn't already make themselves comfortable. They did. They did. And they, and they good. They, they not good. Trying. They living their life, you know, so... That's just the way to, to, you know, do it. <laughs> right. And I think the other end of that too, because I think another reason why we don't set a certain boundaries, not even to make people, for people, for us to kick people out of our lives. But I think the other, the other end of that coin is a lot of us will neglect our own boundaries for fear that people will leave us, quote unquote. And it's like, you also, along with meaning your no and everything that you just said, right? Like along with everything that you just said, we also got to understand that your boundaries are your boundaries. And there are people in your life who are not going to be okay with being around you while you are have set those boundaries. There are going to be people in your life that's like, oh, no, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. And that is okay. You got to let them go. You got to be like, okay, if you don't want to deal with that, that's not a problem. This comes with me. And if you don't want to deal with that, I'm not mad at that, but we got to move along. It ain't, it ain't no, it ain't nothing big and, and bad about it. But I think we get so afraid of people walking away from us that we have to understand that like people do not have to stay around you. And we will sometimes try to manipulate people's position in our life by, dis by disrespecting one of our boundaries. Now you've dishonored yourself and truthfully you've dishonored them because you didn't give them a real opportunity to choose where they want to be at. You're lying to them about what you will and won't accept because you want their company, but truly you're, you're not even enjoying their company because you're not in their company and honor. Yeah, you done said everything and then some. So the moral of that is set your boundary, know your boundary, say no, mean that shit. Say if like she said, if you take anything from this, take the say what you mean and mean what you say. You have to be 
you have to be firm, so firm on it that you like, damn, that was uncomfortable to do, but I'm glad I did it. And then with that being said, we're going to talk about, we're going to shift it a little bit because June is a special month, not only because it's my birthday month, we just yeah. throw that out there, but I mean, this Saturday coming up is Juneteenth. And we gonna just talk about a little bit about Juneteenth, and it's a holiday. Actually, yesterday, uh, June fifteenth, is actually became a federal holiday. So we, I mean, they, I mean, they probably like that's the least we can do. But we, we can talk about that a whole nother. We gonna take the little shit that they give us, you know, that that we can. So Juneteenth is officially a federal holiday, and it's a, if some of you who are just getting in tune with what Juneteenth is because everyone didn't know what it is. And that's okay. We're, we're here to grow and learn. Um, it's a holiday that celebrates the emancipation of those who have been enslaved in the United States. But when we think about Juneteenth, we don't want to think about, we try not to think about the negativity that comes behind slavery. So we want to use it as a day to celebrate, um, not, not even not so much celebrate, but show respect for the quote unquote freedom that we have and emphasize education and achievement in the black community. So when you guys go out there, shop black for them black uh, Juneteenth shirts, get yeah. your merchandise, use this day as a day to show we have risen, we still rising. This is a day for us black people to be like, yes, we did, you know, this is a start. We got a long way to go. Yeah, yeah. That time to celebrate the education, how far you've gotten in life, the fact that you just here, you know, and we celebrate black. every day, but we this is the one day where you gonna celebrate the fact that you are black and proud. Be black, be black as hell. I'm gonna be in one of the blackest places ever this weekend. I'm gonna be in Atlanta, Georgia, Woo! this weekend, being black as fuck for Juneteenth. Like I'm just really grateful for the experience of being black. I recently was watching High on the Hog on uh, Netflix and just listening to how we took scraps and I, we, I already knew it, but just to watch, you know, how we took the things that people didn't even want to eat and then turn around and make it the staple of the culinary yes. scene days. It's like, at the end of the day, if, if the House and the Senate didn't even acknowledge this as a federal holiday, I just want us all to enjoy being Black every fucking day. But for specific, please be Black as fuck this weekend. And if you see somebody else being Black and they wasn't Black as fuck last weekend, give them a, last year, give them a high five. Yes. for joining. Don't shame them because now you on the bandwagon. No, there's no such thing as a Black bandwagon. Once somebody wake up and realize how wonderful their skin is as a Black person, celebrate them. Do not ridicule them. Yes, and that's what we, we have to learn as a Black community to stop doing. Like, everybody learn and grow on their own pace and speed. We can't keep putting each other down. Oh, you woke now. Like, no, I'm just celebrating the fact that I'm Black and I'm here. Black and proud. Um, moving on, another thing we're going to say is we uh, happy Pride. Uh, pride is also celebrated in June. And Pride began in 1969 when the Stonewall Riot occurred in Manhattan. 
So I get it was a um, riot in the gay community because of a police raid. So mm -hmm. we are celebrating for the month of June, Pride Month, and that's another beautiful thing. If you are part of the LBGTQA. Play. All the letters, baby. A B C D E F G. Whatever you're part of, whatever you identify yourself as, use this month, and, and we like to do it every day. But use this month as a time to represent who you truly are. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? Pride, so, um, pride is really sen not sensitive. Pride is really not even emotional. Pride is special I guess for me this year um because even though I've always kind of played around with the um this year specifically because of all the growing that I'm doing I officially sat down and talked to my mother about the fact that I am attracted to women as well as men um so technically coming out of the closet and telling my mother that I'm a part of the LGBTQ community was big for me I've always like I said I've always played gay peekaboo quote-unquote um but <laughs> I feel like this year was different. I was actually able to stand in my pride and stand in being black and queer and just say that, you know, and there are going to be some people who actually don't know this about me, who, if they are still following the show, will listen and be like, oh, snap. And these are people who have asked me to you, to you person who is listening. And you asked Harley once upon a time, did I like girls? And I looked you in your face and went, no, I honestly was dealing with so much. I'm not going to apologize to you in the name of boundaries, but I am going to say to you the way I said to my mother, hello, I am black, I am queer, and I am Harley Hendricks, and I am so proud to be black and queer, and I am so proud to be able to proudly say, you know, I love, while I am in a heterosexual relationship right now, I love women, and I think women are some of the most beautiful things on this planet. They are. She's coming out. <laughs> want the world to know. Got to let it show. Y'all know I can't sing, but yes, Harley, like that's beautiful. I'm glad that you are stepping to who you are, living your truth, because that's the most important thing. So happy pride to you as well. You, um, last but not least, we want to say happy Father's Day to those beautiful chocolate men, chocolate caramel. I guess we could throw the light skin in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, happy Father's Day to all the real fathers out there. Use this day to celebrate you, celebrate your life, being a great father that you are, being a, you know, around your kids, go see your kids, talk to your kids. Just use that day to, to celebrate life as a father because y'all deserve it. I have, I am surrounded by some great men that are great fathers i am engaged to a man that is one of the best fathers dads i've ever seen in my life the relationship oh. he has with his children is beautiful so if you are one of the men that you may not be with your baby mama but you got that relationship with your kids or y'all uh, or y'all are able to co-parent uh, co this is for you happy fathers day we love and appreciate y'all and Harley, you got some fathers you want to shout out? Ow. Um, if I ever called you daddy while you was spanking, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. Seriously though, um, happy Father's Day to my life partner, Mr. Gucci Hendrix. I know we have the same last name, but we are not yet married. Um, I have no idea if we will be, but our name comes from both being future fans. Um, <laughs> 
happy Father's Day to him. The way he treats my bonus children is amazing. I don't want any more children, so I'm grateful that he loves the two that he has. Praise the good Lord. I hope he never wakes up one day and one a third, because if so, we got to get a girlfriend. <laughs> she can get pregnant. She can get pregnant. I'd be the best. You know, I don't even know how that works. Stepmom again. I don't know. Be mom. You right. Will be mom. That's right. I'll be the best mom. You know, but I'm not doing that. Um, but thank I'm very, very grateful specifically for the man who raised me. My biological father did not raise me. However, my oldest brother, who is also my pastor, he taught me everything from how to tie my shoes to how to drive a car. Um, and my brother is literally the reason him. Ronald C. Lee Jr., who is an amazing author and a graduate of John Hope uh, that we went to, a high school that we went to, a couple of young men that I know personally are just, they are the reason why I can never, as a child of a single mother, thank my mother for being both my mother and my father. Because my mother was an amazing mother, but she was not my father she was not my father. But those men, like my brother and some coaches in my life, have really stepped in and did the things they needed to do to make me as a young girl feel like I didn't lack that. So I'm really, really grateful for them. Happy Father's Day to every man out there that has given has given somebody or given a woman the gift of a child. And if you have not been in your baby's life, guess what, King? Today is the perfect day to start. And don't let nobody shame you for whatever you went through that has to make you not be there. If you can start it today, my brother, Started today. Yes. It's funny. I'm gonna end then I'm gonna end it with our positive quote. Um, I was, you know how Facebook have those pop-ups of you said this years ago in 2013, right before Jordan was born. I made one of those posts. I was one of those people that be like, Happy Father's Day to my mom. And then my baby came and I saw what because my dad was not in my life. You know, my uncle was a father figure, but yeah, you, you ain't my, you know, you're not my dad, you're just you know a father figure. Uh, I was one of the people that would say happy Father's Day to my mom or to all the single women out there. And I'm like, look, I read that. And I was like, I thought about it like, let's talk growth. Because looking at how Corey is with our kids and my bonus kids is like, I should never tell any woman happy Father's Day when it's great men like that out there. So to end it, because we are getting to that time, I just want you guys to repeat after me if you hear this. Um, I am not responsible for how I respond to my boundaries. I am responsible for setting and honoring my boundaries. If my relationships end because I set boundaries, it's a sign that the foundation was cracked. Period. I can set boundaries without fear of retaliation, cutoffs, or manipulation. Period. And y'all enjoy this beautiful month. I'm going to be turning up for the big two five because that's how old I'm turning in my head plus, you know, six. But no one's <laughs> counting. <laughs> and thank y'all so much for joining us. We'll see y'all next time. Bye, y'all. Bye.